Welcome, Welcome to Art with. Fiona Verity. Say it again. Fiona. No. Fiona Verity. And Julie Nicholson. Welcome to episode 65. This week we spoke with artist Kate Nielsen, who is represented by no less than five galleries. We had a very funny chat with Kate. Lots and lots of giggles, and we really enjoyed visiting her house and looking at all her work and seeing her studio set up. And bless you, Kate, you didn't need to tidy up, but um, it was always a good opportunity um, when you've got visitors coming. So Kate is a fabulous oil painter. Uh, interiors are her thing. Um, check out her Insta for all the latest things that she's got going on. And please don't forget to rate and review. And let us know what you think about bringing back the two questions at the end of the interview. Thanks for listening. Directly into Will you, Shush? Let me just get a little bit of cheese. Do you do this, like, endlessly? I would. Why is that going don't like that? Don't get started, Kate, should I? <laughs> could go on and love. Oh, I'm having a ginger nut. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, they are my favourite as biscuit They're on the, the best. planet. I've rediscovered. Seriously, them. I don't Kate, love ginger nut. Oh, shut up! You like love you. ginger though. Yeah, I do love ginger, but I don't like fake ginger. No, it's uh, not fake. Is honestly, that, you know what I mean. I like real chopped up totally. ginger in stir fry. But I can't have Ready? ginger. Listen, it's a teeth cracker. Yeah, it is. Careful, watch yourself. I never liked a really crunchy biscuit. Oh, when I was pregnant. Cream cheese on top of these. Interesting. Really tasty. Wow. I could see I'm going to try that later. Yeah. Because <laughs> you so could good. use them for the bottom of a cheesecake. Oh, so oh yes. <laughs> I feel like we're a bit far away, Kate. I'm coming in. <laughs> coming. coming in. Sorry, I sat like, like a job interview. <laughs> so, what makes you think you're good for this role? Oh, God, don't ask me questions. Like <laughs> no, I'm joking. Don't be worried. Don't worry. Very relaxed. Ooh. Oh, my God. I'm just overwhelmed by this platter. I'm just oh. so excited. Well, Kate Nielsen, yes. thank you very much. For this is your life. <laughs> this is your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've, we've got all your friends and family out the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> kids out here. I don't yeah, care. Exactly. Um, Thank you for talking to us in your beautiful home. And we've just had a tour of your studio. Very exciting. So Lots exciting. of amazing works. I love a retro bathroom. I'm just pumped. <laughs> yeah. It's your oh. favourite part, isn't it? It is. I've got... Uh, you two are going, oh, yeah, my, we're rentals. I own my home and my bathroom is still <laughs> one of those houses where people go, have you thought about renovating? <laughs> it is cool. I do like it. It's the best. Yeah. You just have to, you know... Shut all these people up who yes. think they're cool with their yes, fancy with their brand new white boxes. <laughs> but if you wait long enough, because we rented a place that was in the 1920s. Oh, it was beautiful. Art Deco. And the bathroom yes. had like goldy green tiles and a sunken bath. Oh. Um, you used to get electrocuted from the shower. That was fine. And then it had <laughs> like a, a lion's head <laughs> as a tap. No. If you wait long enough, Shut Kate, up. A lion's head? It was insane. It was so good. I so loved it. So the water it. came out of the lion's mouth? Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. Mate, it was so good. In England? No, not Clareville. Shush. Oh. 
God, that house was lush. And the kitchen was original, 1950s. The oven was still from the 1950s, yeah. I don't think they've renovated it anyway. Oh, let's, let's go <clears> and knock on their door. Yeah, yeah let's go anyway. draw that interior, Kate. <laughs> we have digressed. Well, I'm going to start not with our first question because we've been talking to you about the National Art School mm-hmm. and um, you and your husband went. That's so right. Yeah, well, I'm looking right now at one of Kate's um, awesome drawings from... First year, second year, third year? Mm, second year. Second year. Love it. So tell us about this drawing because it is awesome. Um, no one's going to be able to see it. No, but we're going to take a photo and put it on the... Um, oh, I'm hot as well. Can we just pause? Yeah. It's, oh. It is hot. It's we're dressed for hot. winter. It's like, <laughs> That's better. Stripped down, stripped down. It's the menopause. Kate. It is the menopause. <laughs> <laughs> it's the female. Apparently I'm not there yet, but I feel like it. Female, yeah. female pause. Well, um, let's, no, let's talk about art oh, school. Let's talk about art school first and then can we talk about that? Sure. Because I love it. Yeah. So who, what, why, when? Uh, art school. Mm-hmm. I went to National Art School and left in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, it was excellent, as art school is. Um, I had some pretty good teachers too. I had Ewan McLeod. <gasps> Did you? Did you? Who just won the Dobel. Bell. Mm, yeah. I actually recently met up with him for afternoon tea, which is amazing. Oh, stop I went it. to his studio. Oh. He's so sweet. I was just looking at his stuff on Instagram and I commented on one of them and I said, oh, you're such a great teacher because he was. He was yeah. actually my favourite teacher. He was so, so good. And we just got chatting on – he sent me a private message. He said, oh, thanks for the feedback. We got chatting and then he's like, look, why don't you come over and bring your work and you can, I can have a look. And I was like – What a lovely man. Oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> what lovely. a lovely man. It was a bit weird. We got, I got there and then I pulled up and – we had a lovely chat, and then I pulled out my stuff and put it in his studio next to his stuff. And then you're like, nah, nah. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> Brilliant. It was so strange, but he was lovely. He gave me such good advice. What, why do you stuff. think he was such a good teacher? How? I think he? he doesn't, he didn't ever, lots of teachers at National Art School, even though this is also a good thing to do, but they would teach how they work. Yeah. So I had a gorgeous drawing teacher, David Srizier. I don't know if you know that name, but he was amazing, but everyone's drawings ended up looking like a David Suzier drawing at the end, which is fine because you're in art school. But um, I think with Ewan McLeod, he was just so um, – didn't, didn't matter what you were doing, he had the answers for you. Or yeah, he was he good at nurturing you, you as opposed – yeah, sort of growing you as an individual artist. Yeah, yeah. and looking at what you were good yeah. at. And although I did have him for third year, so perhaps that wasn't more of a third year tactic, I don't know. But I also had him as well as um, – What's his name? <laughs> Not quite as memorable as you. <laughs> no, he is. And when you hear the name, you're, oh, my gosh, Adam Cullen. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So talk about, do you know Adam Cullen? No. He was very well known. passed away probably about five years ago, I think yeah. he passed away. Um, very young. But he um, won the Archibald a few times. He was a bit oh. of a controversial artist. He did those portraits. Googling them. Yeah, yeah. quick Google, Google, Google. Is he on Instagram? Um, I don't know. He Alan Cullen. Adam. Adam. Anyway, he was a brilliant teacher too. But yeah, yeah he, like he did the. That was his Archie bubble. Oh yeah, what's his name? David Wenham. Yeah. Huh. And he did those portraits, blood, sweat, and tears. He's yes. Done, he's done lots of. Um, so he taught you as well. So was yeah. he really young yeah. when he taught you? Yes. He was probably about, oh gosh, I'm guessing in his late, maybe early 30s, late 20s. 
Yeah, it's very sad. He died very young, didn't he? Forty-seven. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bless. He was a lovely man too. Anyway, so they're they're amazing. You did have great teachers. And actually, I I have a painting at my parents' place that I was painting in his class of a portrait. And he said, I said it was of myself, self-portrait. And he, we got chatting and stuff. And he was saying, oh, I said I don't know what to do with this. And he's like, oh, what about you do this? And he picked up a brush and he started painting a bit on it for me. And I, I just stood back a bit and he kept going and going. And honestly, it's like three quarters of it is painted by him. So you're like, like, keep going, I'm touching it, keep going, <laughs> keep that. Yeah. Can I get yes. you a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. So he was great. And I also had Wendy Sharp as a teacher. Great. No. I was really lucky. I had oh, really you did wow. very well. Great. And also. Do you know Les Rice, Leslie Rice? He's heard, he's yeah, been in um, a few television things and he's done a few things and he's won the um, what's that portrait prize? You can Portia tell Keach. Yes. Yeah. No. No. Doug Moran. Oh, Doug oh, Moran. Doug yeah. Won it twice, so he's quite up there. And he was in my year and he's now a lecturer at, at the school. So, ah. so a few names, a few big people, yeah. which, which is great. Is anyone else of your peers that you know still know? painting? Yes. Do you know Sky Chapman? Actually, she doesn't go by that now. Llewellyn, Sky Llewellyn. She's in Queensland. She does these amazing big abstract paintings. Anyway, I went to school with her. She's lovely. Um, lots of people I know, actually. Mitch Cairns, you know, oh, the yeah, guy who won the yep. Archibald. <clears throat> so quite a lot of your contemporaries are still painting. Yeah. Well, that's all working in the arts, so that's great. Yeah, yeah, there's still a few of us floating around, so that's good. It's really good. Who's that? Oh, yeah, beautiful. You'd like that. Yeah, I like that. She's with us. It's really difficult to talk with a ginger nut in your mouth. Because <laughs> yeah, they take ages yeah. to like crunch. That's right, to eat the cucumber off. Mark. Yeah. Um, and, you're, and did you meet your husband there? No, I met him at Hornsby TAFE. So I went to TAFE, oh. uh, TAFE first and then we both went off to the National Arts School. And how did you find that? Do you think that really helped you establish those skills? Well, having a boyfriend. <laughs> school no I think it helps yeah, much. no <laughs> at all no going to tape and learning how right. to paint um or did you not I mean yeah you because know, so many people funny. talk about that whole national art school or art school per se BFA yeah it's not about learning the techniques it's, it's about, about being absorbed in that world and well it's very difficult to come out of there and just get a job straight away in the yeah. in the art world. So people don't really go. I don't think no. go to art school to just get out and get a job. But um, I don't know why I did two years of TAFE first. I'm glad I did because yeah. that means I've got you know ex- that extra thing under my belt. But um, I think after high school, I was very young, so you got lots of time to do whatever you want, really. And yeah. I, I didn't. You weren't I, ready I didn't really to have go. The confidence. Yeah. I, think, to, I didn't even try to get into an art school like a university. So I just thought I've got to do something, otherwise I'll just sit around. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it's such a shame that TAFE no longer exists for it's painting. It's such a shame mm. because Hornsby TAFE yeah, facilities such were a great... outstanding, and it was so good for like all. Of, it, it's so good. Yeah, it's such a shame it's gone. And I think for some people, it's too big a commitment financially, and oh, like you say, definitely. imagine seventeen, eighteen-year-old sitting for that interview. Well, geographically as well, it only really suits a. Yeah, a certain amount of people. Totally, but the rest of New South Wales, Sydney siders. Yeah, yeah. maybe the National Art School need to do some hubs, some regional hubs. Yeah, like maybe new TAFE. Yeah, maybe. Oh, there's lots of things that need to happen. (laughs) Oh, good. We want to talk about that. Questions. Yeah. What? what, Let's jump straight in, Kate. (laughs) What do you think is lacking in the art world right now and what do you think is really worth yeah okay funding 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 yeah i think it's such a shame that 
I mean, I think it's in so many ways there's just um, that it's just lack of funding, lack of people who care about the arts or what the arts can actually bring. I think people think you go to university to get a job and leave, but as we just said, there's so much more that you get from university. Um, and if it's not available, I mean, as you say, TAFE's gone, so many avenues are closing. When I went to National Art School, it was $500 a year. That was what I paid. Now it's like 15,000, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like 60 grand for three years or something, oh, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I mean, we don't know. I don't know I the think, exact but facts. But it's not so 45 it's almost, so, yeah, or something like that. But so, actually, so is every degree yes. you know, in the arts. It's just I know, ridiculous. I know. It's awful. So you're and setting people so up for massive debt. Yeah. What kind of funding do you think would help? Like where specifically do you think it should go? Well, I think that lots of it has been ripped out of the... I mean, don't quote me on any of this because I sound like well, I know we what will, I'm talking Kate. about. <laughs> we will. <laughs> but I think, um, I think that um, it's been... I think to the universities foremost because lecturers said they can't pay enough lecturers. They pay, the students have to pay you know, massive fees or they rely on um, overseas students. And this isn't just for fine arts. This is... Yeah. But fine arts really, really cop it and music and all those, you know, yeah. lovely subjects that, make people human yeah. yes. I agree yeah so um I think the funding should go straight to universities again so people can be educated and do and then maybe like exactly like what I have done in my life I went off after I left national art school I started a job at um a preschool so mm-hmm. I was just a preschool teacher for quite a long time now I've switched into primary and I'm using my art degree which is what I graduated in 05, all those years later. Yeah. Um, and also if I didn't have that foundation behind me, then people like galleries take you far more seriously when yeah. you can say, I've got to be to National Arts School. Also the contacts, like you and McLeod saying, oh, you know, yeah. you know, like things like that happen and it's it can't happen if people can't afford to do it. No, and you know it's how to create fair. a body of work. Oh, totally. You know how to develop yourself. And you can learn all about art history. It's so important. It's so important. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's sad that the fund. I can't believe yeah. it was five hundred dollars. Oh my god! I know, I know. Well, my I, I my, my uni was free. Really? Like, yeah, every course in England was completely free. Oh. Mm. I mean, you might have had to pay for a few materials, but everything yeah. was free back then. Anyway, it's. Well. But do you think you know coming out of art school, a grant system would help that? Um, you know, people can apply for to put on an exhibition and get well, them. Well, you know, it's I suppose that exists with that. It does cancels. exist, but yes, lots more funding there because I don't know. It was during COVID. I don't know if you heard of it. There was that grant thing that they were talking about. I went for it now. I can't even remember what it was called. Anyway, the process was insane. You know, like they said that they're throwing money towards the arts. It was so the process was like weeks mm. of writing and all this stuff, and and then. I sent it through and I had such a great idea and I thought it was really great. I'd started art classes online and I wanted it to reach in like remote communities and stuff. Yeah, it was brilliant. a cool idea and I didn't get the funding and I don't know anyone who applied who got the funding. So hmm. yeah, where did it funding? go? Yeah. A few, pe- a few people that were already well known, like I know Wendy Sharp got it, yeah. um, a, few, a few big names got it, but then, you know, the average person who's trying to yeah, <laughs> make, make a living. Yeah. 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 Didn't well. I didn't see anyone I know got it, and I know a few people who went for it. So mm. it's a shame. So yes, definitely more funding for grants mm. and all that kind of stuff. Anything that can help people if they've got good ideas. The other thing was they gave no feedback as to why you didn't why you get, didn't qualify. It's like yeah. that we don't have time. It's like well, I just spent you know, 
two months or whatever it was writing that. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, and they probably don't have the time because they probably don't have much, you know, Well, that's resources or, as well. And they maybe exactly. they got so many applications that oh, they just don't probably. have time to reply. Yeah, it needs to be a lot more straightforward, I think. Um, look, I suppose it's all red tape with councils and stuff, but um, I, I feel like our local council really stepped up. There was art community grants, there was local community grants and we got one to put on an exhibition and we got one for the podcast so national art school you majored in painting yes yeah okay and then when you left you went straight into preschool because you still didn't feel like you could go and be an artist um, or you know that's a good question I I, I I don't know I think I had a few years where I didn't really know what was going on mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit sort of hmm. not um, just a bit mindless really just yeah. I came out of art school I had the best time ever it was like oh so that party's over now yeah and I knew that I well maybe it was a confidence thing. Maybe I didn't think that there were any jobs to go and apply for, or I don't know. Anyway, so I thought I'd better work. Yep. <laughs> so then I got that job um, just by coincidence, and the staff and the director and everyone was so lovely that it was just one of those situations where you think I'll give this a go for a year or two and then figure out what I'm going to do. And yeah, thirteen years later, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so did you do that for thirteen years before you started painting? Again. No, so I started painting again while I was working there. Right. But then, and I, I sort of did a bit more, and I was doing mainly drawing actually back then. And actually, I don't know if you can see, but there's a drawing above that or a painting mm. drawing above that that I started doing a long time ago. It was like my first... Cannot see. Sorry. <laughs> it's my fir- It was my first piece of work that I sort of did um, getting back into the art world and thinking, oh, you know, I should really be doing something about this. I really love drawing and painting and I haven't done it properly for ages. Um, and then Matt and I, my husband and I, were going to have kids and that took much longer than we thought. So there was probably about six years there of what's happening kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then I had kids and I thought, oh, my gosh, I really have to start doing some art. <laughs> Always after you've had the kids. It's, you're like, shit, what it? was I doing it's with my child? I know. Isn't it? It's unbelievable. It's, I, I think I was all consumed by the whole IVF world and then – Which course. is a full-time job. It, it, it was. It yeah. was. And so totally consumed by that. And then when it all happened, I was like, oh. And then when Ted was born, I was like, oh, my God. Why didn't anyone tell me about this? Yeah. This is not okay. <laughs> you can't give them back. <laughs> I've got no so time. Yeah. And I just and then I think I thought to myself, actually, I know my first exhibition that I had, like I call my first professional exhibition that I had, yeah. was because <laughs> Matt, when Ted, my son, was about six months old, and I was just getting my head around it, thinking, you know, ah, oh, I can do this. I, I, I can, I can mother. I think. <laughs> um, he decided to sign up for a hundred k marathon in the Blue Mountains. <laughs> As you do. Oh, and I was so angry. Because I mean, that's a lot of training. It's a lot of training. It's a lot of commitment. Imagine if and you'd signed your bloody self well, I up, thought, well, I'm signing up for something too. So yeah. I, I booked in an exhibition at the Balmain Watch House. Yes, great spot. Yes, such a great spot. That was your 100K marathon. Yeah. Yes. And then, you know, three or four months before that, I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> that's but probably I what he thought. That's, yeah. what I, and that, that's how I've worked ever since that moment. 
That's Fast brilliant. On the Work back foot, just do it. Just yeah. do it. Book it, book it in and do Good it. Good on you. Yes. That's what you've got to do, Kate, I yeah. think. I think you can't worry about the consequences. It's and true. even if you fail, even if it's the worst thing you've ever done, you will learn, you will go again. Totally. Because if you never do it and you not haven't got the guts to just bloody put yourself out there. Totally. And if you push, put, give yourself a goal that seems too easy, not then you're not going to push, are you? Totally. And so I you think, have to take the risk. The whole having children thing has really shoved me straight into life because there's no mucking around, there's no time for – people always say to me, oh, my gosh, how do you do it? How do you paint and do things with your kids? And, you know, how do you do it? I'm like, well, it's so much easier to go and paint than look after kids in the evening. Yeah. So what would you choose? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if your kids are looked after, then yeah. it's actually not that hard. Yeah, and I think <laughs> it's easier. I think you do have to – like me and my husband when the kids were little, he's he was like, it's you know, it's not tit for tat because he'd go for a surf yeah. and then come back and I'd go, but I want to go and do something. And he'd be like, oh, well, should we spend time as a family? I'm like <laughs> – Okay, it has to be tit for tat. So if you go and do something, I do something because otherwise it becomes. Otherwise, otherwise you become resentful. You do. You totally do. You need a token system. I think think you become resentful the moment you have a child because you suddenly realise the buck stops with you. Yes, that, that that's it. It doesn't matter how supportive your partner is. As I keep saying, Matt's very, very amazing. You are, Matt. <laughs> um, but, at the, you know, at the end of the day, it's me that the kids have to sit on. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, like... That does change, though. Me. Don't you wait. Don't, don't you worry. Dad becomes the centre of the universe. Oh, yes. It's great. It's not far away. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I reckon, I hear when I reckon boys... Five? Yeah, boys, boys five? especially. Well, my boys do. Yeah, but they still... I th- no. No? You don't think so? No. Oh, no, I think, I think there's I think a the point. I think dad becomes much more important... In their eyes, because the mum, you know, they don't need the mum, you know, physically so much. But I still think, as a mum, you do feel like, and you're the one that worries. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the other day, I was painting, and that my kids were at the bottom of the stairs of my studio, going, "Mum, mum, 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 can I have this? Can I have that? Mum, can I have this?" And I was like, "Where's your dad? Where's your dad?" And he's sleeping. Yeah. I was like, he was. He was asleep on the couch. Yeah. How can you do that? I don't know. I know. So a woman wouldn't do that. It's no. the so bloody You're guilt. right. You are right. It's the guilt. You are totally. right. We, we were at a coffee shop the other day and this little little um, toddler slipped under the table because the That'd dad be was holding him and he was on the floor. We were laughing our heads off. We were like, only a dad would drop the toddler <laughs> under true. the table. <laughs> Oh dear! Anyway, oh, we love you, dads there. out there. Yeah, but you yeah. Know. I know Matt's, as I keep saying, amazing dad. But you know. So after you got your job in the preschool, how did you manage for thirteen years? That's a long, yeah. Stint. Well, yeah. did you set yourself some goals with t- timings of your painting? Did you say like Tuesday, Thursday night, I'm going to paint? Or no, not really. No. Like, before, how did you? Before kids, I had no timetable. My only timetable was work, and I would just do whatever, whenever. Also, Matt's always been a shift worker. We've been together for twenty years, so he's always been a shift worker. So we've never really. I've just. Which is why he was around. asleep on the sofa. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Poor bugger. Two a.m. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was midnight, Kate. Come on. <laughs> but how did so? What what was the first gallery that you? So Purple Noon. Purple Noon. I is, love that name. Can I just say, Robin Williams at Purple Noon is amazing. I oh, know Robin. Robin Williams. Williams. <laughs> I love it. 
know. It's a bit, I know one, Julia that's Roberts. That's the one in the Hawkesbury. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I don't, if you haven't been there, you should definitely go out there. It's a gorgeous place. Mm. And she's been so wonderful. And I met her because I entered the Hawkesbury Art Prize that she hosts, which is coming up soon, I think. Yes. Um, and I got into it. So I didn't manage to get to the opening that night. It was probably one of the last openings before COVID, actually, I think, maybe. Anyway, um, because of kids, I couldn't go. Yep. But then I went there a few times afterwards and anyway, we got chatting and then she said, oh, maybe you should bring some more of your work out and then it's just gone from there. But she's wonderful. Great. So you, so work, the first time you... I bought that Alexandra Plim. Ah. Oh. So the first time you were represented was, what, two years ago? Yeah. Ah, okay. So I thought so, you... And then, but you're also with... The one in San Francisco now. Yep. And and you're with A.K. Bellinger, Bellinger in yep. Inverell. Yeah. And Granger Gallery in Canberra. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yep. Okay, so you've got four galleries. And Studio Gallery Group, five. Kate, <laughs> Except they're all Kate off, mate. share the love. <laughs> Kate, how are you? You've gone from zero to 100. I have. Yeah. I actually have. <clears> and in two say, years. In two years. Shut in up. In fact, I think the four, four of them are like in the last... Ah, uh, just five months. Yeah. Wow. Like so Go, girl. Did you, did you approach them? What happened? Um, I approached Granger, I think. But Mayburn in San Francisco approached me. That's so good, Kate. Okay, that is brilliant. Me. It's all Instagram. It's just yeah, Instagram. Yeah, they're signing on Instagram. Seriously, I owe everything to Instagram. Yeah. That's great. It's it's crazy. It makes people. It's cra- It's kind of s- scary as yeah. well, I find. But it was, I think... For me, it was perfect because we were in so much in baby world. Like Maddie was such a little baby, and and you know Ted was wild. <laughs> and th- then COVID hit, and I thought, oh no, this is so bad. But then I was like, actually, it's not because yeah. I can't leave the house anyway at the yeah. moment because yes. I've got a baby and a wild toddler. Exactly. Yeah. So now I can do it all from home, and it was brilliant. So I didn't miss out on all the networking and no. stuff. I was, I was with it all. Yeah. So it was quite good for me in that way, and that's why. I think COVID really pushed galleries to have a little look around for some yeah, more people. definitely. That's true. So Maybe they had more time to do that too. They totally. Just, yeah. Particularly, I think, in San Francisco. I'm not sure what it's happening there at the moment. So they approached you through Instagram, direct messaged you or direct, whatever, yeah. and they yeah. said, we're loving your work. Send over yeah. some – so how did that sort of relationship begin in terms of so then, they've taken a couple of pieces or they asked you to yeah. work? So that was a bit of a – Get my head around it, but it, it's I sort of do now. Like getting your work overseas is a bit nail biting because yeah. kind of like, huh, and I've sent some of my best stuff over there, stuff that was in prizes and things. So yes. that was a bit sort of like which one that I absolutely love of yours. You've sent it's you've got it's a on a box. It's a, uh, a oh jug. Yeah, still your, life. yeah, love that. Yeah, I love it too, and I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> that is a Did really it make it there? stunning. It made it? It's there. It's there. Great. Yeah, I've it's actually there. used that as a teaching tool. Oh, Kate. that's yeah. nice to hear. <laughs> well, just you nailed the shadows in that because they're so interesting. The drawing, yeah, the, the colour, everything. Glass shadows. Bloody really brilliant. Yeah. So that's in sunny San Francisco now. It is. <gasps> How that exciting! Is so exciting. How are you like? organisationally yes. keeping on top of five galleries. Spreadsheet. Well, this is where I am not that great. Okay. <laughs> well, you so must be. Basically, well, I'm I'm a survivor. <laughs> this minimum. is so good to hear. 
she's crawling around. <laughs> I, I'm like bare minimum. In fact, my friend's husband would be laughing at me right now because last year with my tax, I said, Zach, he's a tax agent. Yeah. I was like, Zach, I, I, need, I need your help. He's like, I'm not helping you. I had receipts everywhere, oh, like God. covered in like chocolate. Oh, yeah. At least you I'm had the receipts, shocking. Kate. I know. Well, that's something. Well, half of them are lost, but we won't talk about that. No. That. At all, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, look, I'm actually that'd I'm be quite interesting. Maybe we could talk to him about what you can claim, and because I find it so confusing, might, it is so might confusing. have not done my tax. Maybe I have a really minutes. good tax guy now, so that yeah. helps. But I think the moral of the story is just collect every everything, receipt. yeah, exactly, yeah. and then make sure you don't like it. It, it does become complicated with like sending stuff yeah. to America, and I've got all these like receipts. By email and yeah, there's apps you can get. Apparently, I yeah. told my but you, friend I the trouble it last is you, year, and I still haven't. I know. I was going to say <laughs> the, the thing about the apps is you've got to use them. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a shocker. But as far as all my paintings are concerned, my main way is going to make everyone laugh. But my main way of keeping track of them is it, my photos in my phone. Yeah, I make albums of yeah. Where they've gone. Yeah. No, I think that's Good a great idea, idea yeah. Kate. You, you've got to find a system that is totally. easy for you. As long as you, you back it up. Yeah, yeah as long and as you don't. it cost an absolute fortune every year to hire an app to do it when you can literally just totally. put it in just, your phone? Yeah, exactly. Totally. And also, like, I seem, I sound like I'm, you know, all over the place and doing all these amazing things, but really I've got a few paintings in a few places with gallery owners and curators that, uh, really lovely and I trust. So, yes, exactly. You know, and how are they day, about you being with other people? Ooh, well, sounds a bit... <laughs> yeah, cheating how is your open, <laughs> your open <laughs> marriage with your galleries? You know, it can sometimes be a bit like that. Actually. Yeah. It can be a bit... But um, you and McLeod was wonderful. I actually went to him... When I went to him, I was talking all about this because I was at a crossroads with yeah. a few different galleries and what to do. I, was, I used to be with Fenton and Fenton yes. as well. Mm. Yes. They're, they're wonderful. But um, there was a, a clash with Melbourne to that studio gallery group in Melbourne. And yeah. So um, that does happen. And yeah, you've got to you've gotta just do what you've got to do. to. Yeah. And the reason why I ended up going with um, Studio Gallery Group is um, Kerry's really lovely, Kerry Armstrong. Yeah. Famous name, but not yes. Kerry Armstrong. Yes. <laughs> um, but she's in Sydney and Melbourne, so it's really like – crosses over for you nicely, yeah. Yeah, and also I can get my work to, to, in Sydney without having to courier it. I can actually uh, take okay. it myself, which is amazing. And then yeah. they take it to Melbourne if they want to and – you know, little things like that, little logistics make it a bit easier and also their space is have you been to Studio Gallery Group? No. Oh, it's beautiful. We you must go. It. It's the space is amazing. Mm. Where in where is it in the city? Yeah, Dank Street. You know, oh, the, yeah, I know Dank I, Street. I think I follow them because I've been. Yeah. I've had a look at their artists and stuff. Yeah, it's really lovely. I like Dank Street. That's where um, Sonoma Bread is. I always that's the. Mm. I, it's it's a groovy little part of town. It's, yeah, it is. It's yeah. like this whole new thing that I'm. Lots of. Sydney's like that now. I went into George Street the other day and I was like, oh, my God, there are trams. Yes, it's so much nicer. Oh, my gosh, I've been out of Sydney for so long. (laughs) I felt like a tourist. Last year, because we didn't, weren't able to really go out much, it did change the whole dynamic, didn't it? And all yeah. these ch- massive changes happened in the city. And then all totally. of a sudden, wait a minute, you can't turn left there. I know, I know, yeah. it's crazy. Anyway. So yeah. what is going to happen if studio galleries say, can you do a solo? And then, you know, Granger says, can you do a solo? 
one month and one you would have to just say look I'm gonna have to spread them out well yeah so that was what I was going to say about Ewan McLeod he said he's got about five galleries across New Zealand and Australia because he's from New Zealand yeah um and he told me that he does a rotation rotation basically throughout the year so you can kind of keep things going for yourself and your galleries and I guess you just sort of work it out like I've got one coming up at as long as it's not too crazy, yeah. I don't say no. <laughs> because if you say no... Yeah, my dad's policy was always don't say no because someone no. else might do it. Totally, someone else will do it. And also, yeah, exactly, don't say no unless it's so wild that you physically can't do yes, it. Yes, exactly. Um, and also you, ha- you have to say no if you're going to let down someone else, obviously. Yes. So I-, I wouldn't do it like that. No, you're I'm not going to say yes and then let somebody else down, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. But you can squeeze it and kind and of as long as, it. Yeah, as long as they're happy that you're with someone else. Because this is interesting, isn't it, that some galleries want all of you. Yeah. And I've never understood how that can work for an artist well, when you've got perhaps only an opportunity to have a solo every two years. Well, that's exactly right. So, so how are you ever going to make that I work? I think there are different circles of galleries as well. So yes. you've got the big ones, like the King Street Galleries yes. and things like that. Of course, you, yeah. And they operate on that level and they have their system. But I think on the system that I'm in, I think you um, just have to t- talk to the galleries. I don't really sign contracts. Well, we went to a talk yesterday, which was fantastic, Michael Reed, Northern Beaches, oh, and they yeah. were saying um, that it's not a common thing at all. It's one of the least regulated industries it is it art is. it's and it can backfire on yourself but i've i've i have found it so far to be um the easiest way to work so robin williams at um purple noon as i said i've known her the longest and i've had some very successful shows with her and she's i think that she's like a really good fit for me yes and i always talk to her about if other galleries approach me and, and she might say oh i don't know about that but the thing is is that you don't pick galleries that are close to each other. Like I had another offer from a gallery near AK Bellinger yeah, and I had to say I've, I've no, well that's, set that, work there. And that's a normal reaction close. though, isn't it? If it doesn't feel right. So one in every city kind of thing. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, so that's what that's yeah. what Ewan was saying. He's got one in Queensland maybe, mm. Sydney. Well, that's Melbourne. what you do if um, – I know a friend's got a very successful homewares business and you never put your homewares in – Every, you know two shops in the same town yeah because it, it dilutes the totally, whole thing you totally. spread it out and it and, becomes and exclusive you of some artists doing things like <clears throat> they have their work in one gallery and then in another it's a dramatically different price or you can't they, sell, do they sell their own work like you know half price just when you're buying it straight from them no. you can't do any of that i mean no. in, in my opinion in, you just can't do that mm, no firstly it cheapens your work people come to you they flock to you and they want to buy it straight from you it's like can't handle that kind of thing go to the gallery just go to the gallery and buy it from the gallery yes, yes exactly yeah that seems yeah. very unprofessional but yeah. at the same time you can see why people fall down these rabbit holes yeah. because everyone's trying to make a living totally and it's really hard and you really want something and you want it for the best price you can get it for yes. of yes. course but um so do you sell through your instagram no I've i was never. gonna say you wouldn't have time uh, at the moment like. actually during covid <laughs> i did a few um what do you call them commissions yes um, I went through a phase and still sort of in it. I'm still doing a few to go overseas actually, but um, people really wanting, because I used to work in, the, my preschool was in the Mossman area yep. and they really, really wanted pictures of, you know, Clifton Gardens oh. and all that area. So I went through a phase. It was almost like a joke where I was doing all these ones. But it was great because 
they just kept getting better and better and I was doing so many of them. Yeah. But um, they were your IKEA flat packs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Um, but, yeah, that was during COVID when everything was yeah, so was, different yeah. as well. Mm. So you could, definitely couldn't knock back a commission during COVID, that's no. for sure. No, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely so, not. But generally speaking, I don't, I don't take commissions through. I just say have a look at my work because the other thing I find is if you're working towards a show, which I sort of – you sort of always are really because yeah. they're, they're, they're looming, you know. Yeah. Um, if you start taking commissions, it's always a bit left field of what you're doing and yeah. it kind of becomes a bit hard to do because you're not really in the headspace for it and it's just mm. – no, It's distracting. Work. It's too and distracting. Also, it's someone else's idea that they want. It's yeah. not necessarily – I way prefer people just to buy from me. Well, yeah, and you're working hard on that body of work, so it's like it almost feels a bit of an insult, doesn't it? You're like, just have a look at what I've got rather yeah. than mm, yeah. what you want. Totally, exactly. Yeah. It's not you don't walk into like you know, imagine I don't know, country road and say, yeah. I like those overalls, but can you just make them in this color and this yeah. over the shoulder a bit? Be nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah it, it would be nice. People would do it. So um, you mentioned Fenton and Fenton, and, and we hear quite a few artists um, being involved with with them like it seems like a massive springboard for it's people's careers yeah. like how did that happen for you again instagram mm. lucy fenton contacted me and she's so lovely she was really lovely and it was actually really awful to leave there i was only with them for about seven months or something and so or not maybe not even sold quite a few works with them and so in some ways I'm like, huh, you know, what, yeah. what have I done? <laughs> but and I think you're doing all right. Artists. Don't worry, <laughs> it's yeah. all good. Kate. It's all right. You've collected a few more, <laughs> but they're, but they're wonderful and it is a great springboard. It's mm. totally, it's such a good thing. I think any of those. There's a few around, like Jumbled. I think it is. There's yep. another one called Jumbled. Yeah. Greenhouse Interior. Yes, I've heard of them. Yeah. Yep. There's a few of those ones, and they've got great artists. I really love that there are that there's that whole world now. So yeah. it's kind of like. You know. When it gives customers confidence, doesn't it, that yeah. they can see, because those guys are really good at what they do with interiors, they can place things well. Yeah. So if you're not confident at purchasing online, which, you know, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I, I can't really buy anything online successfully. Oh, it turns gosh. up and I'm like, oh, books really? I can, but. Oh, no. Oh, I'm a good I'm, online I shopper. Are you? Oh, no. Really? I bought that painting over there actually that did you indigenous painting online which is the first painting i've ever bought online because i've always thought that's a weird thing to buy online yeah even though everyone's doing it now but mm. i feel like a painting something you need to see yeah and particularly the size although everyone's so good at making sure that you know what the sizing is and yeah but, but i still think it's nice to see it in the flesh so when i bought totally. that i was like oh my gosh but when it arrived i was like oh i love it so yeah, good. Say. Yeah, <laughs> but and most places like Blue Thumb and all these places have a really good returns policy now. Like I think yeah. there's a lot of buyer assurance that yes, it, it's fine if you really didn't like it or it wasn't what you thought. Or the size is crazy or something. Yeah, like exactly. Mm. And obviously, photography's got a lot easier for everyone yeah. to do on their iPhones. You can make totally. it look very accurate. You know, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. I don't. I've never ever had a like a nice camera. I've only ever used my iPhone for. Everything. Do you for everything? Everything. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, I do too. I, I just think they're such good cameras these days. Yeah. But you sort of got to know what you're doing with it as well. Like, you you know, yeah. I have seen some artists just, it's it doesn't look good. Yeah. It's like the I lighting's wrong too. or something. Yeah. Or, like, it's, or it's crooked. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't I know. know how people can put it on crooked. I know. <laughs> Just crop Just it, mate. Crop it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when you started Instagram, did you do anything to really promote yourself or was it all organic process that was just growing? Um, I used to have another Instagram, Katograms or something. I yeah, because I noticed on the one you've currently got, it starts in 2017. Yeah, so I'm... I'm I did so what happened? So you've got rid of all the, you know, <laughs> all the, the dodgy shots. shots. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, no, all the art, art school photos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But you're all squashed you into a telephone box. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, we went to art school too, Kate. Yeah. Oh, I know. I wasn't <laughs> putting any of those up. No, so, I'm glad yeah. there weren't cameras. Totally. Phone, camera phones. I am around. so glad. Yeah. I've got a few like actual photos left of that. And I'm like, wow. I wonder what the rest of those look like. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so you had another Instagram account. Yeah, and then I started a, one just for painting. Yeah. It was just... Yeah, it's so much better. And, yeah. yeah. So, um, but but to be honest, I wasn't really that on to in- Instagram until... Yeah. What was it? 2017. 2017, yeah. So, um, I used to think, oh, why would you look at Instagram? Why would you look at Instagram? I was a big Facebook... Well, not, I wasn't even a big Facebook person, but... Um, anyway, now I'm on, I'm like, check it every five minutes. Yeah, yeah. What's that? <laughs> so did it just grow organically? You started putting your paintings on, your process, photos, yeah, and yeah. then... I just started doing all of that. And then I think um, I got, you know, it was so funny one night because I, I started getting a little bit weirdly obsessed with the amount of followers that I was getting. I was like, how do people have all these people following yeah. me? Are these I, people I'm still following? obsessed, Kate. I'm still. I don't understand. I like, do you pay for like all these thousands of people yes. to follow you? People do. 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 I yeah. think people do. Well, I don't, I don't know any of that. But um, I um, started doing some paintings for Purple Nudes. So, so I was on Instagram and I was having people here and there follow me. And um, Robin at Purple Noon's really great with Instagram. Yep. And she really got me out there and got my work around. And I started having actual artists follow, you know, people yeah. following me. And I was like, oh, you know. And then I did a series of paintings at, um, do you know Sibylla Court? Yes. She, yes. Mm. She was on, um, what's that show on the ABC? Yeah. Um, she's she's written books. She's like an interior stylist. Okay. Yeah. She's amazing. She's, yeah. She's a sister of someone I used to know. Um, great name. I like that, Sibylla. Sibylla, yeah. Sibilla Very Court. exotic. Um, Renovation Australia. So what about yeah, that? something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, her sister was Instagramming pictures of her house and I was like, I have to paint this house. It Like the wow. first picture I ever saw of it, it had bones hanging on the wall and black walls and it was cool. just like, wow. And like checkered floors and painted floors. And anyway, I just text my friend and said hey do you think I could make some paintings of your sister's house and she said I don't know ask anyway Sibylla said sure come down I won't be here but come down I was like oh that's so nice anyway let let yourself in (laughs) gorgeous little kitten it was gorgeous anyway so I went around I took lots of photos of a house and I did a series of paintings for my show at Purple Noon and they were so popular and Sibylla did one of those, I don't know, reels or live things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. And mentioned me. And honestly, it was like. Overnight. It was like. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Brilliant. That's amazing. I am the most popular person in the world. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's so amazing. It's like literally 100 people in the space of five minutes. That's great. And how lovely and how rewarding and, you know, to think that she was quite happy to make that happen that yeah, was, was so wonderful. great and they were really nice to painting paintings too so the whole thing was really great so yeah 
That's yeah. so good. So I felt famous for two minutes. Then. Well, I'm glad. Yes. Yes. You might not get so many followers with our podcast. <laughs> Maybe uh, five. Really? Maybe five. five yes. um, so now you're painting, you're doing all the time, you're with the galleries. Who is in your art community? Who do you ask for advice? I mean, obviously you went to see you in McLeod recently, but yeah. on a day-to-day basis, are you tackling your paintings yourself do you ask your husband do I you always ask Matt <laughs> you've got he's, a, you've he's got, very yeah. artistic so that's he, great yeah, he's um he's really good <clears throat> and he's like he doesn't hold back no good <laughs> tells me you know how it is um but equally when he says something works I know it's really working because yeah. he doesn't also my mum's um an artist oh. well she was an art teacher for many years and she went to art school she went to national art oh, school wow. as well as did my grandfather so no oh, way wow. and i think my grandfather taught there too actually oh how sometime. gorgeous but um she's excellent in fact she's probably my more my go-to person because she's much more constructive and a bit softer than matt yeah <laughs> what like <laughs> so when i'm feeling a bit fragile yeah. i like to mum. <laughs> reject that one paint over that one <laughs> although sometimes she gives me advice and i say what, what do you mean i don't i don't think that's right no no you're wrong yeah <laughs> you can say that to your mum. totally totally so she's definitely there and i also have a friend a couple of friends still from national art school that i might throw the paintings to sometimes i will ask robin at Yes, I was going to say, I bet Robin at Purple Name would be yeah, good. Yeah, I, I like to ask her opinion. I don't necessarily like to ask lots of galleries' no. opinions because, you know, you paint what you paint for them and yeah. that's what it is. But Robin's also got a PhD um, and she's she knows what she's talking about and she yeah. also knows more about the market. So she's not looking at it just as a painting but also as how, she, how it can sell. Absolutely. So I think that's really important and helpful. So why interiors, Kate? What is it about interiors that – would you um, say that's your – you know, you've, you obviously do paint other genres, but I would look. I, yeah. at, I look at you as the, you know one of the interior. top interior girls. <laughs> top interior girls, yeah, <laughs> baby. I'm going to have a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was painting them at art school. You saw some of the old ones, yeah. Um, and in a kind of a different way, but um, I was painting a lot of interiors at art school, and then I left, and then all those years I sort of did and didn't work. Then I started working in landscape and painting yeah. lots of landscapes, and then. I was leading up to a show with Robin again, my first show with her, and I did a painting of an interior. Um, my friend actually bought it, which is nice because it's a really important painting because it was the painting that changed, well, yes. basically got me into painting interiors. interiors. Because oh. it was of, um, a vase of flowers at my parents' place um, on a table. So it was kind of like a shallow interior out the window. Yes, I think I know the one. And yep. Robin, Robin yep. said to me, Give me more of those. I yeah. can sell that. I can sell that for sure. So I thought, oh yeah. And it felt, you know, when you finish something and you just it feels yeah. totally right. And mm. it, it wasn't a chore to paint. Not not that it's ever a chore, but I didn't labour over it. No. And mm. it just came out and I, and I you know, I knew it was a successful painting. Yeah. And so I just started painting more and more. And then I started thinking about how I used to paint at National Art School and I got out my old books like Matisse and, you know, all the classic yes. cliches yeah. that you think for years you think, oh, it's such a cliche. And then you come back to me and you're like, yeah. oh, but it's so yes. good. They're so good. So good. It's mind-blowingly good. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. get past, yeah. you know, you you're either can't. a Matisse yeah. or a, totally. a, a yeah. Picasso yeah. or a Van Gogh yeah. fan. Everyone, you know. everyone has their major yeah. person. Exactly. Yeah. The way he Animals chops b- bits off. I just love that about Matisse that he would always chop bits of arms off and whereas – Picasso, everything was inside the frame. Oh, right, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I always love it. Are you a Matisse or a Picasso? <laughs> Are you a chopper or a... I'm See, definitely I'm not so, Picasso. 
Yeah, no. I, I cannot. I see. I don't mind, no. but definitely Matisse. So, I, yeah. I just pick oh, his book all the time. He is the genius. Totally. And also, I have to say, I fell in love with um, Elizabeth Cummings' interiors as oh, well. Yeah. I mean, her, her landscapes were outrageous. But and she's the master of being able to do all those genres successfully. Yeah. And not oh, be know. pigeonholed. It's so unfair. <laughs> I she love, is. No, we've I got time. We have time. Yes. Yep. Totally, totally. <laughs> we have time. Totally. Actually, um, the show that I've got on at the moment was a group show at Granger Gallery. Um, they just reviewed it in the Canberra Times and they said a sentence about me that was something like um, Kate Nielsen's tablescapes. And I thought, that's the coolest tablescapes. thing ever. So I'm going to be the tablescape painter for yes. that. We're having so it on a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Kate Nielsen. Yeah. Tablescapes. Not interiors. You know what? Tablescapes <laughs> would be a great name for a show. Yes. Tablescapes. Right. You're in. I love it. That's, Pitch that's it. it. That's it. <laughs> I love a I love a word play like that. Yeah. We we know a local artist in the Northern Beaches who's um, Ingrid Kwong's Little Scapes because oh. she works on tiny little bits of um, recycled wood. Oh, nice! And she is Little Scapes, and she's a very petite and oh, very gorgeous. gentle, beautiful artist who works very um, yeah on these tiny little bits of wood, and it's oh, just gorgeous. perfect. Little Actually, scapes. still lives and interiors just seem to be. Everywhere at the moment, I and I think it's a co. I think it might be a COVID thing where everyone's Maybe. inside. It's familiar. Well, yeah. It's warm. It's cozy. It's funny you known. should say that. I think people just love something that's really just nice to look at. Yes, and just a happy thing to look at. I often get told that my paintings just make people happy. Yeah, which is a lovely thing. Yes. Job done. But I, there's not really a lot of deep meaning going on. But then if there is. Something that's quite dark and deep meaning. I mean, are people going to buy that for their lounge room? I don't know. It's no. might look great in a I think there's enough dark and yeah. you know going <laughs> on in the world. Think, but see, I love all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. You know, I love paintings that make people think and yeah. make statements and stuff. But I think COVID world, it's like yeah. But I also think interiors do have meaning without really oh, you know the story behind a um you know oh a pot on the table, the way it's placed. Like yeah. there, there really is a a story, and I suppose. Um, in the little things of life, it's just it's just the, you know. Well, that's what makes us human, isn't oh, it? Yeah, it's that exactly. whole. It's also timeless. I mean, people mm. have been painting that for yeah. forever, basically. That's right. I actually recently did a painting, fairly recently. Of um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's um, it was here, but I've just dropped it off at the Ravenswood Women's Art Prize because it got into that. Ooh, which well done, well done Kate. <laughs> Very excited about that one. Um, I am really actually because I've been trying to get into that prize for years, so I'm actually really chuffed that I got into well it. Well done, year. well done you, because um, we're also trying yes, to get in and um, we haven't got in. Game. I have not been able to crack it until no. this year, yeah. so it's a hard one to crack. It, so it is. is. It um, is a hard one. To so crack. it was exciting, but um, it was of um, some women's dresses, old-fashioned women's dresses hanging oh, in a tree. I know exactly the one we were when we were getting coffee earlier. I, went, oh, really? I really like that one. Do you remember? That that one, you? I'm particularly proud of it, and I think I don't even know. Is that a still life or is it a landscape? Or what is it? I don't even know what it is. Do you know it? The one dresses hanging in Hold trees. On. Hang on. It's it was I was in Salamanca Markets in Hobart years ago when I was pregnant with Ted, my first child, and um there it is. That's, that's no, I haven't seen that one. I showed you just now in the that's coffee shop. Yes, I did. Just oh my god, you did not. I did. No. Let's go to the CCTV. <laughs> you I have never seen that before in my feckin' life. <laughs> it's Kate's picture. I said I really like that one. We didn't show I was ordering the oh. bloody coffee. I never did seen you show, it. Did you show a stranger? Probably. Probably. <laughs> oh, I love it, Kate. 
Um, anyway, I think that's I showed myself. making a statement. I showed myself. Yes, well, that, that has a story. I mean, it's that sort of whole <laughs> image of... Oh, God. I like that. that. I said the lynching. Exactly. Yeah, I liked it because I said really it was, I felt it's a bit spooky. Yeah. yeah. Hanging. Isn't it? And like all these women's lives lost yeah. hanging in a tree somewhere. It's a well, ripper. I quite like the idea of, I don't paint interiors very often, but I love the idea of, um, I find them very comforting and even painting them quite comforting because I think that I quite found COVID quite comforting when we were in lockdown and you're in and everyone's safe and in and yeah. you're at home and just sort of painting that is quite I agree. Comforting. Yeah. And it's funny because even when I do my still lives, I still always make like a little window or even a hint of a window or something to kind of box it in. Yeah, I, mm. I noticed that about myself yesterday. I was like, wow, all my paintings, none of them are just, you know, just a vase of flowers or something. It's always like a bit of a window or something. So there's something there. out. It's something. So, so you know you're in a room, basically. Yeah, okay. So the viewer knows yeah. you're in a room. And also, while we're looking at your Instagram, Kate, these two pieces that your insane? five-year-old son and no. friends, is it? No. no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> read, Fiona, I, read. I, I wish. Oh, year no. five. Here you yeah. go. That's, this, is the, this is the dyslexia <laughs> kicking it in, Kate. I'm going five-year-old. Dyslexia, yes. My very clever year five have made two giant landscapes, mixed media works. They uh, are amazing. absolutely mind-blowing. We, we did a whole thing about William Robinson. Yes. It, they just, Aren't they beautiful? They're on display at John Collett. Are you going to – you should sell those to the parents, I reckon. Well, they might just do something like that. Do We're like an an auction. Yeah. John Collett's having an open day on the 23rd of May. And all their work will be, I have to say, it's an outstanding school. They have yep. such a good art program there for all years. And they have some great open day. It's my first year there, so I've never been to an open day before. But yeah. they display all the children's work and it's just amazing. Well, the fact that they've got two great yeah, artists amazing. teaching there is already a big well, shout-out to them. Well. Oh, three. There's, there's another woman called Annette Gadsby who's actually the head of the department. So wow. Annette and Rachel Carroll, Lucky kids. Well, let's yeah. talk about Very that. So kids. you... You have in the past, obviously, you're a preschool teacher, primary school teacher. You said you used to teach kids' art classes here at home. Yeah. And now you are are teaching art at John Collett School up at Burroughs, which is amazing. So what do you get out of teaching and, and how do you approach it? Um, Just well, leaning in for a different. nice cracker. Yeah. yeah, I was about to do the same. Don't chew too low. I okay. think um, <laughs> John Collett is... Um, is I feel like someone like wrote a job description out specifically tailored for me. That's and, brilliant. And gave me a job because it's just the facilities they have are amazing. There's yep. not that many children in each class. Yep. When they come to me, so they, they've had an hour of art a week, hour and a half of art a week every year from kindy up. <coughs> so they're really great drawers. Yeah. They? And they, they do this thing which is really lovely where they pause before they yep. do any kind of lesson. Mm. So they're really um, – their attention is amazing. Yeah. And, um, of course, there's a few little things here and there. But generally speaking, the classes run really smoothly and they just get lots done and their skills are incredible. So mm. 
it's just a, an amazing place to teach. And then that class leave, and then I've got like a little bit of time to set up for the next class. And it's just like it's just a dream job. Dream job. How exciting! <laughs> so have they got nice. any openings? I think I want to work there. <laughs> it is just. It is. I have to say. Okay. And the best part about it is they cook me lunch. <laughs> you get a vegetarian lunch, don't yeah. you? Yeah. They all yeah. get all the students melt on. Oh my yeah. gosh! It's the, amazing. Uh, my brother. One of my two of my brother's kids went to the sisters' school in England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. They love it. Yeah, it's my, a beautiful school. My, my nephew didn't really like the vegetarian lunch, though. He, he used to take sausages in a <laughs> thermos and sell them in the playground. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. An underground me- he was. movement. It was. Like prohibition. It was. That's the best. Rory was I'll a bit... I'll give you some okra for some sausage. <laughs> Rory's a bit of an entrepreneur. He's trained to be a chef now, so right. obviously... All right, I was yeah. like, it's, it's yeah. pasty and sausage. Specifically meat chef. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So when you're approaching your teaching, like, are you... Um, how are you approaching it? Like, what, what you remember you were taught at art school, like, pared down for the kids, or you're just like, come on, let's do yeah. this? What, what? I think um, because they're primary, primary's a really nice age, I think, because you don't have that, you know, the attitude, let's say, of, they're not of vaping the high yet. school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Or maybe they are, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so they're really open and... and open to suggestion and I, I think it's just a really easy thing to teach and yes I of course I think of things that from the National Art School and stuff but because I've been doing my art classes for kids for ages it kind of just comes naturally and mm. I mean it just I think the biggest thing when I'm planning classes I think about I like to teach things about Australia because I think it's really important for them to know that about this first and then so um, I just think about the artists that I learned about at the National Art School that really made a difference to me, and then I just create a lesson plan around that, which is why I did that. William Robinson, yeah, yeah. Mm. awesome. But then I also like to include a few contempt, like I use Sophie Perez. Yes. Do you know her? Yes, she's, I've heard of her. Yeah, she's a beautiful landscape painter down at the Mornington Peninsula. I think yep. Um, and so I, I like to throw in a few people, current mm, people that are working. That's great. Um, and Emily, is it Emerson? Emily Imerson. Imerson, yes. I love her stuff. She is amazing. Yeah, we met her at the when she had yeah, a show at St. Claus. She's yeah. fantastic. Oh, so We're a bit we envious all, of her we life. We all want to oh, live in a like, bloody camper not? van. Like, Why didn't we do Every that, time Kate? I'm like, on Instagram, I'm like, oh, she's at it again. I know, same. I'm like, God, look at the freedom of that woman. I know, woman. the freedom we of might, the work that she's producing. I might just get there. the van and just drive to the end of the road. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drive around the block. I'll drive to Julie's and I'll be parked outside. Look, Emily. I'm in Avalon. <laughs> I know. Look, this is all this this shit I should have done with pre kids. I know. Oh, isn't it funny when you oh. have kids and then you suddenly think, Oh my gosh, I know I could have done so much. Oh, I could mate. be so famous by now. I know. <laughs> I always painted oh there's a motorbike going down your garden. Oh, that's my husband. <laughs> oh, I was about to say Jesus. Is that all right? Are you- did he know? Um, oh, God. That's all right. We're going on. Oh, no, right, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. He'll come up. You can meet him. Yeah. yeah. He'll be like, hello. <laughs> um, let's talk about your act- your process, your artwork. So yes. how do you start a painting? Is it always from life? Do you use photographs? What, what? I'd love to say that I always work from life because that's how I'd love to work, but it's just... It's not practical, not is it? Practical. Can you imagine? You'd still be sitting in that lady's house, totally. wouldn't you? <laughs> Kate, come on, you're 40 now. How are you? You're seven. Yeah. <laughs> no, she... Um, sorry, I, um, I, I take lots and lots of photos. I try and sketch 
if I'm somewhere and I can. I used to do much more sketching, but now with kids, like yeah, just sketching is just ridiculous. No. It's not even no. <laughs> it doesn't even come into my head anymore, really. <laughs> so yes, lots of photos, um, and then I have a look at it all. But you know, it's funny. I I sort of think sounds really corny but I kind of think about paintings before I do them so yeah I'll just be um you know I don't know watching television or something and an idea of something might come into my head so I might sort of sketch out a composition or something and then I'll have a look through my photos and think what's and, and make things fit yeah. Oh, he's gone back down. Bless him. He popped his head up. Saw us. And he's <laughs> gone right back down. You can come in. Oh, bless him. Where will oh. he go? Where will he go? <laughs> Sit in the garden. I love him. He can get the washing in for you. Just <laughs> leave him. He probably will. Um, oh, bless. And do you do you put a coloured ground on? I, I yeah, saw do you, you have sort a system? of walk, working yeah. on white camp. Um, I do. I sort of tend to draw it up in paint, actually, yeah. which, um, again, I feel like I should do more. Um, do you know, I think I think my style's changed slightly since I've been a bit time poor because normally I would do all that. I would go out, I would be in a space, not necessarily paint in that space, but definitely do lots of sketching and stuff like that, come back, put a few grounds down, leave them to dry and then come back, maybe do a bit of sketching on top and just build it up like that way. Maybe just keep building up with different colours and things. But now that I'm time poor, I kind of race up there because yeah. my time to paint is like, you know, Matt will come home from work like he has just done now. And normally yeah. we'd do a tag team and he'd take the kids and I'd race upstairs for an hour or two. So it's kind of like, draw up, draw up. I've got to yeah, get it down, get it down. What did I yeah. again last night on a piece of paper and I'm like fumbling around mm. and I draw them all up and then I might come back and then do the grounds on top and then sort of build it up that way. But... And, uh, you know, it's it, it works for me. It's yeah, it's definitely frantic. working. And you're working in oil, so yeah. you've got to have a few on the go, I'd imagine. Most definitely. Yeah. I definitely work with lots on the go. I used to not, interestingly enough. Mm. At art school, I would work one at a time. Really? I can't All the time like in that. the world, Kate, totally. then. <laughs> a lot of sitting and lunch in between. Exactly. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Go to the park. So it took you a back. year to do one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder... <laughs> Probably. I think I just scraped through art school. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think definitely having – I always have lots on the go. Um, and, and I often do things where I have – I think I've got a really great idea and I will go up there and I'll spend an hour and a half painting and then I look at it and I think, oh, my God, that is so bad. It's not funny. But that's fine because then what I do is I wait for it to dry. I always work really thinly at first. So I yeah. try and remember to work really thinly at first. And then I just flip it upside down and then that becomes the ground for... Mm. Yeah, that's great. totally different. And yeah. I think that's when really... Things really things. work. Yeah, yeah, because you get unexpected stuff. Which yeah. Is, yeah. It's nothing worse than predictable painting. Yeah. I think mm. when yeah. you're time poor, it's really easy to fall into that's predictable true. painting. And when we... when you're working towards a Yeah, show. and you've got to keep yourself interested. Absolutely. Totally. Turning out. Totally. But you seem unafraid of using lots of different sizes. Yeah, well, my... The <coughs> um, gallery in San Francisco have asked for... Big, big work, like the bigger the better. So, Are they paying for freight, Kate? No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) But I think this time, last time they were framed, so I got got some over there, so they have some, but they um, they were framed, so I couldn't take the canvas off the stretcher. Yeah. It's a bit pricey. It was actually not too bad, but I guess that's what you have to do, don't Mm. you? Well, you've got to take a risk, haven't you? Yeah, Give it a go. Yeah. But – what was I saying? <laughs> like different sizes. sizes if you've yeah. got a size that you just love working to, is that like what's your favourite size? Um, I I like painting big. So 
big for me would normally have been about that size. So like, let's say 90 what? by 120. Yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe a metre by 120 or yeah. something like that. But now I've had to go bigger for Mayburn. But I like that's – my, that's my comfortable zone. But 60 by 60, mm-hmm. I quite enjoy that. Yeah. As I get a bit smaller, I get a bit – and then we were just talking about the yeah. incognito um, uh, yes. show. We didn't see them, we promise, but we heard <laughs> that you're doing it. Yes. And how did you go with that? Because that's a little yeah, size. Yeah, tricky, tricky. Um, but you know what? Tricky's good because tricky's a challenge. Yeah. And yeah. I think when you don't push yourself through challenges. Absolutely. You you it gets your spatial awareness um, Yeah challenged and, and freaked out and then I think it helps when you go back to the bigger scale. Oh, most definitely. It's yeah. like doing scales on a piano, isn't it? It's like, yes. So no, I'm so unmusical. <laughs> Same, so I don't even know why I said that. No, no, it sounded great, Kate. Don't worry, I own it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I played the piano for like a year when I was four. Anyway. Did you? Oh, God, I could, I could barely spit in the recorder without getting told off. So what are, like, you have mentioned a few artists, but what artists... Um, do you love and have really influenced you? Well, most definitely all those people we're talking about, like the big ones, Matisse mm-hmm. and Diebenkorn. Oh, and yeah. I know, I know. Matisse and Diebenkorn go hand in hand, though, don't they? Yeah. They're just so beautiful together. It's they just, had a show together, which... Really? Yeah. Well, he obviously, Matisse obviously wasn't alive, but I have a book that has them together. So there was a oh, show... Wow. It was curated together. Yeah, curated Amazing. together, which looked unbelievable oh i bet where was it i think it was in san francisco oh nice i know oh, can you imagine i'll have to see that book one day yeah we have to come over and yes. have a look <laughs> <laughs> um so yes but i mean obviously people like elizabeth cummings oh my gosh you can't yeah. go past all of those people you and mcleod um Robert Malherb, is it Malherb or Malherb? Malherb. Don't ask us. We're Malherb. Oh, yeah, we're terrible at names. But you know, there are so many amazing contemporary painters. Like, mm-hmm. When I go yeah. through Instagram, firstly, I'm insanely jealous. Then mm. I'm like, this is insane. Like, There are so many beautiful mm-hmm. painters mm. that I constantly look at and looking at their compositions and their colours and can't think of anyone right now. <laughs> of course, your mind's gone blank. <laughs> yeah. But there's no, lots yeah. I follow. Yeah. Is it Kiata? Mason. Yes. Mason. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And, um, well, lots of AK Bellinger people. They're like, mm. you know, and Purple Noon, uh, Alexandra Plim, and there's heaps. There's so many. You yeah, can't yeah. name them all. No, there is. I think, um, I think the Australian art scene is, is alive and kicking. It's great. Totally. There's lots yeah. going on. Definitely. And um, we're bringing back the two questions at the end of our interviews, just because I've missed them. So, it's all about you. It's all about me. <laughs> if you could meet an artist, dead or alive, who would that artist be? Mm. So we're going to we're gonna dig them up and resuscitate them. And okay. You're going to go into their studio and have a little nose around. Do you know, maybe, oh, it's so hard to I choose. Know. It is so hard. Because I could pick someone like who's recently passed away, like Margaret Ollie or someone like that, because her studio yeah. looked rather like mine looks. <laughs> no, I reckon Margaret Ollie would be her, great for you. I think totally. you two would have a good old but chin also, wag. Um, Giacometti. Yes. Because his, his studio also yeah. looked insanely mm. messy, yeah. but amazing. Yeah. And yeah. his work is just – I was obsessed with him in art school. That's yeah. kind of where this sort of yes. stuff came yeah. from. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll pick. I them. reckon. I think you and Margaret Ollie would be yeah. having a right well, old natter. I met Margaret Ollie at our no. year, end of year show in oh, two thousand five. Wow. She was a scream. She was on her little Zoomer thing, running oh, around, bet. and basically 
just like ripping apart everyone's painting. Brilliant. Saying, love it. I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about that. It was so oh, good. I would, oh, I would I love to have met her. She'd be such a good teacher, wouldn't <laughs> I was she? I like yeah. saying, come and do mine. Do yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah. Slag oh. off mine, not Margaret. Yeah, exactly. That's so good. And um, what is your favourite artist tool and why? I don't think we should need that tool. One, do we? I like it. Uh, right, tool. Yeah, like what? What could you not um, live without? You know, in like a paintbrush or a, or a canvas, um, or do you have like a particular canvas that you love? Well, or? funny you should say that because um, Studio Gallery Group have just sent me that huge two meter by two meter canvas and yeah. it's made with linen and I painted a little bit on linen at art school but I had forgotten how amazing mm. it is it's so different from yeah. painting on canvas so linen, so linen with the gesso on the top but obviously you know Prussian blue actually yep couldn't live without Prussian blue no, I do Prussian love Prussian blue. blue who doesn't love Prussian blue that is true it's a bloody good color it, it is. is yeah and it's really good for your fingernails it's also good. oh you must always have also, dirty fingernails it's good for your hair everyone. as well that's why yeah. you dye your hair blue so. I always come down from painting and my kids are like mommy what's on your face again because I got Prussian blue yeah exactly <laughs> I've been eating it up there yeah. or something. they're gonna think that's what makeup is yeah. oh yes on my cheeks <laughs> what they sent you a canvas yeah, yep. Well, upon request, like we talk, I talked to Kerry about, we were talking about painting big. She said, why don't you just go so big? It's just going to like blow your mind. I was like, yeah. Send me so one, for God's sake, Kerry. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it now. Um, and a nice man called Tim dropped it off. It was really cool. I've I need, I, I, I'm available. <laughs> I'm ready. Fiona Verity, oh 22 Trevor Road, Newport. <laughs> I'll go home and wait now. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> so exciting, Kate. You're so busy. And I love it's it. It's going so well. I'm so pleased yeah, for you. Yeah, well oh, done, thank you. Kate. Thank you've you. worked hard and you've obviously proven that two little children yeah. don't hold you back. Yeah. And you're consistent. I think what you can see on yeah. your Instagram is that you're consistent. Yeah. You're always good. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's nice to hear because sometimes I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I should put that one on, but I don't have another one to put on, so I just put that one on. Yeah, no. don't know. No, you do good you not love. put something on and like be out of the Instagram game for a couple of weeks? Or but I think it's on? good to put things on that you're not happy with and say we're What's human. Going on? Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. all human yeah. because sometimes it becomes a bit sycophantic. Otherwise, doesn't mm. it? Totally. We're all so perfect, so it's and quite good to do the whole. I actually decided something last night. I think you probably saw I Instagram my son in my studio. Yes, you did. Yeah, when he gave me a right like crazy critique on my work yeah love like, it oh, okay fine he's like mum this is just a bit too big <laughs> brilliant <laughs> well Kerry that- Armstrong said it was <laughs> fine yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like from his perspective that yeah, canvas is probably kids- four meters yeah. by four exactly. meters totally. my totally. kids do that all the time and I'm like look I really don't respect your opinion yeah. so uh <laughs> I know. Off or he'll pop. sometimes say something that I've you know labored over for ages and say oh, I don't like that one mummy and then he'll see something that I've just you know and mm. say oh, I love that one mummy it's like, yeah oh. but you know it's kind of cute Listen to four year old son, but I've decided I'm going to post more things about me as an artist, not just my work, because I really enjoy seeing other artists in their life and how you know, not not obviously over the top like what they're eating every five minutes or everything, but you know, like in their studio and stuff. And I thought I never do that. All Mm. I do is post pictures of my work. So and sort of yeah, um, tips and tricks, processy type things. You know, like when we learnt about 
don't you don't have to clean your brushes from Antonia. Just stick them in vats of oil. And, Can I you know, just say something? Yeah. That is a mistake because ah. I have literally about 500 brushes that just are filthy. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to use them again. Oh. I'm the master of ruining brush, brushes. I'm yeah. a shocker. So I say... If you've got the energy, clean your brushes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. Finished. I think you've you've got the um, opportunity to get an assistant. Not that. Yeah, yeah. I well, some people use that. it as a as a really procrastination tool, which is very important, is to clean your brushes. Like we just interviewed an artist who makes his own oil paint from scratch, filters who his own that? oil. That Dylan is... Jones. Dylan Jones. He was He's amazing. An absolute and he legend. said oh. he said he, that is part of his process now because it's the thinking time. It's the pr- See, it's, that's you know like, it's like cleaning no your children. stuff, isn't no it? Children. No children. No children. <laughs> No. But is he like the next Vermeer? Because that's like... Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. No. The way he spe- spoke about it was really amazing and it is a bit like that cleaning your studio thing or going to take the dog for a walk. I think everyone needs that yeah. um, procrastination-y time, whether yeah. you're filing or going on the computer and doing something with Doesn't your- David Hockney say that if he gave up smoking that he wouldn't have think- his thinking time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I think that's his that excuse sounds- for still <laughs> Yeah, we should start Just smoking. To smoke. <laughs> we should. I'd like to take it. Vaping. Vaping. 2021. Yeah, absolutely. We Real. should get the stigs out. Um, Kate, thank you so much thank for you. having us thank and you for your lovely spread. Very, and, very um, much, Lee. Yes. Good luck with your five galleries. <laughs> Mate, it's amazing. And one, uh, one can day you not, I might have one. Can you not have any more? Because we quite like one. <laughs> Sure, you can have one. Oh, hey, we could have your leftovers. So when Kate leaves, <laughs> we're ready. All right. Thank, thank you. you very much, Kate. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Please don't forget to rate and review and share this podcast. It helps my mum and her friend Fiona get more listeners. Thank you.